Hello, and welcome to The Conversation at Airsafe.com, the official podcast of the Airsafe.com Foundation. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis, the director of the foundation and the creator of Airsafe.com, your reliable source of airline safety and security information since 1996. In this conversation, I'd like to take you inside of an interview on CNN. As many of you know, on occasion I do show up on television to comment about aviation events, especially accidents. I'd like to share one of those interviews with you, as well as give you a bit of background about the process. On the 20th of August, 2007, a 737-800 of China Airlines caught fire shortly after landing in Okinawa. Subsequent investigation by the Japanese authorities revealed that the cause of the fire was in part due to a bolt in the slat assembly that had punctured the fuel tank and caused the leak. Several days later, the FAA issued an airworthiness directive requiring airlines around the world to inspect the aircraft within 24 days. Shortly after this airworthiness directive, there were two other aircraft found that had similar problems, leading to a second airworthiness directive requiring an investigation within 10 days. This, of course, uh, led to quite a bit of media attention about this event. In part, that led me to being invited to CNN American Morning on the 29th of August, 2007. Airlines this morning are being ordered to speed up inspections of 737s. The added urgency comes after initial inspections found some problems on two planes. Now, the issue originally came to light last week after this. It was a fire and explosion on a China Airlines 737. Uh, uh, unbelievable that people most people escaped completely unharmed from this plane but investigators say that what caused that spectacular explosion was a bolt that came loose and punched a hole in the fuel tank joining us now to talk more about this is aviation safety analyst todd curtis todd thanks for being with us this morning thank you for having me you know i think people were already worried yesterday and this certainly isn't going to make them feel any better uh so far they've done these inspections and they found faulty bolts on two planes if someone's flying today should they be concerned if the plane that they're in is a 737 uh, they shouldn't be concerned because this is a problem that was actually caught very early by the japanese authorities it was communicated very quickly to authorities including the faa and they're doing the prudent actions of making sure that every aircraft of these types are inspected very quickly. And see, that's interesting. You say it was caught by the Japanese authorities. So if we hadn't had that incident uh, with that China Airlines, would we have not known about it? Would the FAA have not known about this potential safety problem? Well, actually, the FAA did know about this problem quite some time ago. As early as December of 2005, uh, Boeing released what's uh, called a service bulletin, which was a notice to airlines that there was a potential problem with that part of the aircraft. So this was an interest item well before the event in Japan. Okay, so how does this work then? If they put out some sort of notice in 2005 and there we see the plane on fire in 2007, what's the missing link? Well, the big difference between what happened in the last few days with the FAA and what happened almost a year and a half ago is that the uh, airworthiness directive is mandatory. That is, the airlines had to inspect every airplane by a very short amount of time, in this case, uh, 10 days from yesterday's announcement, whereas the service bulletin did not have that authority to force them to look at the airplanes. All right. So what I'm wondering, is the FAA doing enough here, in your opinion? Why not just ground the planes for the number of days it takes to make sure all these bolts are tightened? Well, the problem in this case is not something which by itself would lead to the airplane burning up, as the case in Japan. There actually has to be a series of things going wrong before something pretty catastrophic happens. And so long as one link of the chain is taken out, in this case, the boat coming loose, 
there won't be a problem with the aircraft and there's not going to be a safety issue for passengers. What, uh, can you just explain when we look at this video what had to have happened here because you say it was sort of like a perfect storm if you will. What happened there? Well without going into great detail the slats are at the leading edge of the wing and there is an assembly within the slats that's held down by bolt, nut and other assemblies and in this case and there was a photograph on the Japanese authorities website the bolt had come loose and when the slat retracted the mechanism pushed that bolt through the skin of the area where the slat was and behind that skin was a fuel tank thus we had the fuel leak there was an ignition source and we had the fire and the explosion all right well they're trying to rectify the situation um, doing this with all uh, I think about 800 Boeing uh, 737s here in the U.S. and about 2,200 across the world. Um, Dr. Todd Curtis, aviation safety analyst, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. In short, although this was a very dramatic event, it was not one that caused any fatalities. And because of subsequent actions, it's unlikely that this event will occur again. Before we end this conversation, I'd like to remind all my listeners that this podcast is sponsored by the Airsafe.com Foundation. This nonprofit organization is responsible for this podcast and for a variety of other efforts to further the public's understanding of aviation safety and aviation security. For information about the foundation or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit the foundation at airsafe.org. For more information about airline safety, you can find us at airsafe.com. That's A-I-R-S-A-F-E dot com. Or type the words airline safety into your favorite search engine. We're probably on the first page of results. Feel free to write to us at our email address, theconversation at airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.